Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No John Burke, coolest podcast in the world. And today we got the one and only Jackie Chain back on the podcast. How you feeling, yes, man? feeling good, man. It's been a while, man. A lot of lot of changes since the last time I was here. A lot here, of man. changes, man. You were downtown, and I I, I was look uh, downtown was when we did our first interview, and I was looking through um, the YouTube file, and I saw that in the description I wrote like I met Jackie Chain at the bar the other day because <laughs> I was at Black Bar, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, and, my uh, favorite bar. Oh god, that was the bar because that's where I met Gangsta Boo as well. Yeah, man. And uh, I ran into you there, probably drunk as. Fuck! I bet I would not be surprised if on the other podcast I told this story to start it as well. It was four years ago, so I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, I just ran into you there, drunk as fuck. Like, oh my god, Jackie Chain is just so sick. And here we are, four years later. Yeah, man, it's been a it's been a great ride. Yeah, what you've been up to? It's been four years. I'm sure you've been into many things over these years. Yeah, man, just been uh, you know, I, I made the transition into cannabis industry like many. Um, Rappers, you know, the only difference is I actually get out there and get my hands dirty. I'm just not, like, branding some shit, you know? Right. Uh, I really enjoy it, man, and, and we filmed it, man. And uh, and it's out, you know, social club TV, Croptober. You can see it on, uh, you know, Roku, Fire, Roku, Fire Stick, uh, Apple TV, Android TV. Right. About to be on a couple bigger platforms. We're going to um, – but, but yeah, it's it's out, man, and we're chilling, man. And but, it's just – But so, okay, four years ago when I spoke with you, how deep in the weed game were you at that time? Um, You know, I, I had owned – I owned a, the dispensary on Melrose, man. Okay. Um, and, 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 and working there, I was, it's like – I really saw vendors coming in and, and just making mad, mad cake, man. So I started growing indoor, I, you know, here in L.A. Um, but maybe a year uh, at that time, I was, had grown maybe a year. You okay. know, I was, I was green, man. I still didn't know what the fuck. I still don't know exactly what I'm doing. This but, is never but so you were, you were growing out of grow houses just in random fucking neighborhoods and shit yeah. before you had the, the weed shop? Or was that something that you no, got that into once after. you had the shop? Yeah, what, no, that, that was after. Like, once the weed shop, sh- shop shut down, I was like, well, man, I can fucking grow this shit. You right. know? And, and so Why did it shut down? Um, man, Gangs? dude. No, nah, man. Yeah, I was just, man, I was an Alabama boy from from you know up in cali slanging weed man i was i didn't adhere to the rules like if you didn't you know at that time you needed a card it wasn't recreational like it is now so you had to have that card so people would come from out of town i'd just sneak them in the back you know and uh-huh. we, and, uh, and it, it got to where my neighbors were complaining because I had clothing stores next to me. Uh-huh. And so we're in the back just blazing up. And, and, and I got a letter from the Fed saying, you know, shut down or it's 2500 a day. And, uh, and so, man, I just had to. And so you were running an unlicensed weed shop, which there's not a ton of those anymore, correct? Or is there, yeah. are they still prevalent? I don't, I don't know, man. You know, I don't, at the time, it's like I paid like a little for a little bullshit license that didn't mean shit, you know, it's just a way for the state to make money or whatever. Cause it didn't mean nothing. It was, is is cause at the time it was a uh, pre ICO license. You had to have a license that was uh, before 90 something. And if you were one of the original shops, they wouldn't fuck with you. But it's just a bunch of politics, man. Right. And you know, and, and all kinds of crazy shit, man. And, and me being from the South and growing up around four wheelers and in the woods and all that. And, and uh, I just bought a property, and then and then and then I just went from there. You know, bought another property and just started really, really, really loving it, man. It's mm. crazy. You know, it's crazy to plant something and then you smoke it a couple months later. You know, definitely. But so when you were running that shop, though, like being an unlicensed shop is the game, pretty much that people just come in, they got a pound or whatever, you take it, you're the fucking, you're the man of the shop. So you're, you're smelling it, you're touching it, and you're like, all right, I'm going to give you this for it. And, yeah. you, and anybody who comes in off the street is somebody that you potentially would do business with, at least at that time? Fuck yeah. And like, you know, and what was dope about it was they would drop off samples. So, mm. so I would just get people dropping off edibles and gummies and fucking Jolly Ranchers and, you know, ounces of this. And so, you know, it, it, it you know, 
it was it was cool, man. Like, but but yeah, we just man, if you had some good some, some good herb, we'd buy it and slang it, man. It's, right. It really is. It's really like a open like wild wild west type shit. Right. And the name of the game at that time was basically to just have that shop stay low key, don't get the cops involved or whatever. Yeah. And that, but but nowadays it's a little different where. It's very hard to exist as an unlicensed shop, from it's what I understand. Hard. Yeah, no, it is. And, and you know, I wasn't too low-key on Melrose. You know what I'm saying? Hard right place there, to be, Right there key, by yeah. Fairfax. And, mm. and, uh, and, you know, I delivered to all the... I would deliver, was, I'd deliver to Diamond and the Crooks and Cal. You know, anytime they had rappers come in town, they'd call me. I'd bring over to Saks, you know. And, and it was cool, man, you know. But, but uh, I really felt like getting my hands dirty. I wanted right. to get out there. And, 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 and it's a lot more money, like, when you... When you when you start talking about that scale of growing, right. you know, you can only make so much with eight lights in a garage. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's hard to imagine that kind of weed shop existing on Melrose when on Melrose you have cookies, you have Genius. Yeah. They're obviously legal. They're they're selling weed at legal rates. So like you know, I I hear about people going in these shops and copping an eighth for eighty dollars or whatever. It's yeah. like they're not gonna just sit there and be paying all these taxes and shit and letting other people rock on the same yeah. block, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, it's probably good that I got shut down because I wasn't paying shit for taxes. I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't. I don't even think I had a cash register, man. It was just like, man, it, it, you know, it is what's weird. It's weird is that there's a trap spot, man. We all kind of took it for granted that those kind of shops existed at that time. Man, you know, people out here in Cali really don't understand, but like to be from the South or somewhere where, and to experience that for the first time to, okay, I've been smoking weed 10, 15 years, but I can actually walk into a place mm. and it you know it was overwhelming and i think i just you know i just uh, i uh, i went for it you know mm. and and uh, and it was fun i don't regret it it was fun you know and and it was cool but uh definitely you know a lot of uh a lot of politics in that game you know yeah. what i'm saying so i remember you telling me a story about somebody showing up with what west hollywood tattooed on their yeah, face on and the saying face, like man. hey yeah, <laughs> you got to be paying if you want to be in this area right yeah i've never had someone tell me they were they would kill me so calmly he was just like you know i don't want to have to uh, you know go by your mother's house go by your friend's house come by here one day <sighs> you might come this whole place is burned down and i'm just like no i don't want that man you yeah know? and and, uh, but I mean, at the same time, he was like, man, you know, if you're ever in a fight or in the club and you need something, call me, I'm there, bro. Like, you know, it was, it was a, you know, I don't know if that would have happened, but I mean, it was definitely threw that around, you know, but it's a lot of politics, man. And, you know, you're in someone's neighborhood yeah. and, uh, and you're essentially selling dope on someone's block. So, so yeah, you know, and you know, it was, it was definitely, uh, I opened it for me. You know, I was like, whoa, mm -hmm. this shit's real. This is like some movie shit. Right. fucking extortion shit you know because I, I was having a conversation with a homie the other day who was in a gang and shit and he was talking about how weed shop opened up in like his hood where he grew up and whatever the gang is in that area they came to the weed shop owner and they were pretty straight up about it like yo we're gonna make your life a living hell if you don't give us five thousand a month or whatever it was yeah. and then they basically negotiated it started doing the payment plan and then soon after it's like nah like we need more and I'm sure I would have kept going in that yeah, direction. Man. They ended up shutting the whole store down because they didn't want to be out here just beefing with all these crazy dudes. Oh, no, man, yeah. And he'd come by, man. He'd be like, hey, man, I need to put something in your safe for a couple hours. And oh, I'd be like, God. bro, dude, I can't do that, man. You know, and it was just like, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a weird, it was a weird situation for someone who didn't grow up around that type of shit. You yeah. Know? I didn't, uh, you know, we didn't have fucking shit you because know, pretty much he was like look man fucking the hot dog vendors pay taco trucks pay every weed shop i don't care if they're russian asian right bulgarians everybody pays us everybody yeah. you know and i started asking people and everybody paid you know at least where i was at my area you know it was interesting they were like yeah man it's just part of the you know how it goes you know and Make me feel lucky that they never hit us up with the bike <laughs> shop on Melrose. Like, hey, we need a percent. We would have been like, this place really ain't bringing any money, bro. Like, I don't know what you think you're gonna get out of us. Oh shit, man. But yeah, it's a, um, you know, it's a real, it's a real thing, man. Yeah. So, so you at some point the shop shuts down, and then was was this like a moment of uh, were you like scrambling to? figure out what the fuck you were going to do business-wise that led you to start doing the grow operations or how, how did it unfold? No, it was just having a love for weed, man. It's just like, um, okay, I, I can't do this. You know, it, it, you know, at the time, those pre-ICO licenses were, were selling for like a mil, 
Right. You know, it was like a meal ticket for one of them licenses, man. And so I was like, okay, I can't do that, man. So what can I do and still be in this this industry, you know? And, and, um, And so, you know, threw up a couple garage setups, a couple bedroom setups, and it just wasn't enough, you know? It's just like, so I was like, how can I go bigger? And then that's when I started talking to my boy Stang, you know, who I used to get packs from up north. And he was like, yeah, just buy some property up here and I'll show you everything. And, and you know, follow Stang too on Instagram, Orion's Blunt, I had to give him a shout out. But, but uh, yeah, so we bought some property, got some pots, got some fucking dirt and, uh, and, and and shout out to Gangsta Boo, man. She had she had hooked me up with uh, these guys that wanted to shoot some B-roll for um, a documentary they were doing uh-huh. uh, about uh, about a, a big dealer from the '80s, and they didn't have no current footage of marijuana. Okay. So they're like, you know, you, would you care if we came by your farm and shot some footage? And I was like, yeah, that's cool, man. You know, and uh, just shoot me a free video or something, you know, which was just the trade-off. And uh, they just seen how we was rocking out there with the choppers and four wheelers and big guy, and they're like, "Dude, we need to we need to film this and make this a show." Really? And you know, it's not it's not like I was I had set out to like oh, I'm gonna have a reality show about growing weed. It's just like fell in my lap, you know what I'm saying? And I just ran with it, man. And you know, and it's weird because you know I'm you're doing something that's not really all the way legal, so right. it's not something you really want to put on TV. But mm. but it's like you know, it's it's. You got to understand where I'm at, man. Like, like I've been popped a couple times up north. Yeah, and okay. it's not it's not like the police come and it, they put a note on your gate and say, "Hey, man, you got three days to cut down your plants. We're gonna come back and check. If you don't cut down your plants, it's a thousand dollars a day." So, like two years ago, they came. Like in September, we had like like 30, 40 days left on our greenhouse, you know, on our big greenhouse. And so, so you could probably afford the 30. It's like, it's like a thousand dollars a day. Let's, let's just, let's just, let's just run it up. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and got a lawyer and got it knocked down to like 12 grand, got put on payment plans. So it's like, they really fucking work with you. It's not like, so I was like, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, not like they're coming in and throwing you in jail yeah, for 20 ex- years. Exactly. You know? you know, exactly not, you know, and you know, they care more about environmental shit, diverting water or using, um, you know, bullshit pesticides that leak into the water. Like, that's what they really care about more than anything is. Because, you know, you got growers, hippie growers that are, but then you got like, you know, uh, these cartels and, 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 you know, shout out to the Asians, man. I love y'all. But a lot of Asians out there, you know, that, that, are, that are getting it, like right. getting it, you know, like. But they're not really worried about the long term yeah, sustainability the, of this. Yeah, it's like they might have three or four spots knowing that one or two of them is probably going to get busted but as long as one or two of them make it they're winning right you know because because like i said it's not you know it's not a situation to where they you know they don't take your property they don't confiscate your cars they don't do you know it's where i'm at you probably know? was like that for a long time yeah but, yeah, yeah you know and, and it's like you know it's the the cops grow weed out there the cops talk about yeah those plants look good and you know and and uh it's just a lifestyle. I mean, it's it's just a different lifestyle, man. It's really right. hard to explain it without without being there. And it's a it's a, it's a, it's a it's just a totally different like. It's like weed is nothing. It's not a big deal. It's right. a, like that town. Like a lot of these small towns, they wouldn't even be able to make it if it wasn't for. Right. You know, you got a town with 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 one restaurant, but six car lots with mm. brand because everybody's buying brand new trucks in October. You know, and so the the economy really benefits benefits from it you know wow that's crazy so would you is is all the weed that's being grown up north is any of that legal weed or is that yeah yeah you got sold on the legal market as well but but you know i mean you don't see outdoor greenhouse and dispensaries too much man everybody wants indoor that you know see my whole thing is 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 i want to grow the best affordable product like I, i i you know outdoor is crazy right now it's super high and um you know, I can make more money, you know, like when I owned the dispensary, I had more people come in wanting just the cheapest $20 gram. Right. We might have all this top shelf, but they want, but they're coming every day for that cheap, you know. That's what I always hear is the the high end of the weed market might seem like the thing when you're yeah. surrounding yourself with rappers and shit. Yeah, but then but, in reality, when you're in a weed shop, everybody's coming in and buying shake or dirty ass yeah, weed. You know, yeah, fucking pre-roll. So it's like, you know, there's, there's a, there's a bit, but, but yeah, I would say 
95% of the grows, if not more, are, are black market. Right. You know, and now, I mean, the weed economy is going to be so fucked up this year because of all the fires, you know. It's mm. um, Oregon burnt, you know, uh, Northern Cal, like Mendocino, all these, Butte County, all these counties that are, you know, talking about hundreds of millions of pounds, you know, and like uh, or uh, Colorado had a cold snap, you know, and, and lost a bunch, and Washington was on fire. So it's like you all, like in, you know, it's not going to affect L.A., Mm-hmm. Or California, but like in states where it's not legal, you know, in states Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, all these places, like it's gonna be fucked up around January. It's gonna be a drought, right? A big drought. Let me ask you something. If someone, like, okay, the 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 blunts ready, I believe. Um, if if you took a a garage, you know, like, or even let's let's say this room, like, let's say this was the garage that you are working with, and you had an indoor grow. How many pounds per crop would we be talking, and then compare that to the kind of numbers that you could do up north with a with a farm? Okay, I mean, like, okay, say so a room like this, like, um, and and so and, this is like a four car garage type size, I would guess, maybe. Yeah, I mean, three. I yeah, I, I would say. I mean, you could easily pull. You know, let me see. I mean, probably twenty to thirty, maybe forty pounds out of here. Okay. You know, maybe fifty if you really pack them in and sea of green type shit um and so you say that's that's top shelf let's say you're getting three grand for that so that's like what uh, 150k mm-hmm. you know and then you take like um you take a property up north where you do 99 that's they usually don't fuck with you if you're other under 100 uh-huh. 99 um you're getting five 500 per five, pound you're getting five to 10 pounds per plant. So oh, let's just okay. say low end, five, let's say five pounds times we'll round it up to 100. You know, now you're looking at 500,000. Right. Uh, if you're selling pounds for a, a, a rack, you know, and, and so so you're making a half a milli off that, you know. Right. And um, a lot of times you have uh, greenhouses because you can turn a greenhouse every three or four months. So you can get three, four runs a year out of the greenhouse. So you got, you know, that's, but, but, but the outdoor, that's like your big lump sum you know, and if you know, it's even going higher now. Like, uh, you know, we 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 dictate the weed, the weed prices. Like, the reason indoor is so high right now is because there's no, there's not a lot of other shit. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So 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 that drives the prices of the end. You know, they're three, four, five thousand dollars a pound right now. It's insane for you know, um, for for the indoor right now, man. But you know. With the with the with the greenhouse and the and the and the outdoor, it's just economically more people buy that. You know what I'm saying? Like I have no problem selling that shit flying off the shelf. You know, whereas with indoor, it's a lot harder to find someone to. You make less off of it because you know. I mean, how much? You know, it's 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 a lot more money. Like my utility bill is three or four grand a month. Right. Um, running the running the you know. So it's like you already got fifteen, you know, fifteen grand. A run just in utilities right so. I, I spoke to somebody who was growing legal weed in like a huge warehouse type scenario and was talking to him about it and he told me that he basically felt like he had his hands tied because he wasn't able to use any of the pesticides and shit that he was used to using when he was growing weed on the black market yeah and you know from his perspective at least he felt like the whole shit was absurd because he felt like he could grow weed faster and safer by using the pesticides and yeah. that like basically the government was kind of like binding his hands in a way that he didn't really think was very logical uh because well, a lot of shit that's 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 not safe in California is, is considered safe in other states or not organic here. It'll be organic in other states. So mm. it's like, uh, you know, California is really, really strict on that shit, you know? Right. And, and, um, you know, I, you know, and nobody wants to smoke pesticides, but I got news for y'all, man. If you've been smoking weed your whole life, you smoked hella goddamn pesticides. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Especially back in the, in the Mexican dirt weed, uh, CD day like that was pesticided up no right. doubt no doubt you know so it's not good for you it's definitely you know but but I mean everybody's done it man and and to to really go all the way organic is hard it's hard man like right. you know like we have to do like we we buy insects to kill insects right like we'll get predatory mites and shit to kill so it's it's a um it's definitely easier to cut corners when you're doing 
pesticides and all that, but it's just not something you want to put in your body. You okay, know? so you don't you don't think it's a, a safe bet in the long term, or no, no. There's certain pesticides that you can use that are that are safe, you know. But but in that white market shit, I mean, they test hard. You know, that's how you get a lot of these booth packs out now, is because like you get you got these fucking CBD and hemp farms. Right. And it's got to be under a certain percent of THC. Well, if it tests just a little bit over, they can't sell it on the white market. Uh, so now you get these packs for three or four hundred that people are buying and selling as regular weed. And you don't get high because it's a CBD. You see what I'm saying? Right. They call them booth packs. That's a big hustle going on right now. So a CBD weed. You ever smoked it? Uh, nah, really, I hear man. people talking about it now, and I'm like, wow, all right. So this is the thing. Like people are really That's talking like, about rolling a CBD blunt. Like in Bama, they got like you walk in, it's like a dispensary. Yeah, you know, but it's CBD, man. Down so, south and shit, so like weird, anywhere man. where they can't have a weed shop yet, but they're like, we're gonna have this CBD yeah, shop. Man. It's so fucking weird, right? Like, yeah, man. good for you, I guess. You know, but like, I mean. You want to kind of tell them, like, man, we would be laughing at you. Well, we are laughing at the concept of this yeah, from like a California perspective. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what the, what is the, what is the point of smoke? Is it supposed to calm you down, or I don't know? I yeah, think it's it, supposed to be like the relaxing guess, part know, of the weed you know, without I the get, psychedelic experience. But most of the people I know that smoke CBD are on papers, fucking parole or probation right. or something, and they can't smoke regular weed, and they don't want to fuck with that spice, and they just like to. You know, we might roll up regular blunts and they might roll, you know, Roy, my boy Roy used to do that. Yeah. He used to have to roll the CBD shit up, you know, and on um, paper just to kind of feel like you're smoking, you know? Yeah. Can you smoke? Can I smoke? Yeah, yeah, you go crazy. Um, oh, so we gave you a wood and then you rolled the fucking Dutchman, or he rolled Dutch. Okay. Yeah, and now he might be rolling wood. Yeah. I see. Okay. Um, yeah, because I remember I was down in Florida a few years ago and I went to a fucking, you know, CBD shop that also had mad kratom. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, this is funny that they paired these things together, Kratom, here. man. That's a. Uh, I tried it too. I didn't feel I've nothing. Done it. I've done it. I didn't I've really feel it. anything. I've tried it, man. Just uh, that's why I say about CBD too. I tried that a bunch of times. I never really felt anything. No, I had a friend just hooping and hollering about this this kratom shit. It's natural, man. It's you can. I tried it, man, and this fuck, I didn't feel shit, man. Yeah. Was, and I had, and I had to eat a lot of it. Like he's like, I'm like, dude, I got to eat this much, and he's like, fuck, man, you know. Powder, chalky shit. Yeah. I'm like, what well, is it? Well, let me get a cup or something for ashtray, please, sir. Oh, yeah. Seems kind of like unrealistic to think that this is going to do a whole bunch to you. Um, but I guess it's for the, you know, it's the, the just the, maybe the nostalgia. I used to smoke. I can't smoke. I don't know, man. I, I think it's know. really just them trying to break into the weed market without selling weed you know like okay yeah. pensacola needs a fucking you know is gonna have a weed shop one day but if we're the guys yeah. with the cbd shop then we'll be perfectly poised to be the ones with the and and, and yeah. i did that's gotta be you know it's gotta be so you know and and you know i don't know maybe if i was in bama and i had never been to cali i would be stoked to walk into a spot and see you know i don't think i would smoke it but it, it, it'd be it'd be cool to you know maybe it's just like experience type shit mm -hmm. you want the experience of going in and uh, but it's just man, I mean, we, we forget. We're we're we're, th we're in our thirties. We've been around a lot of weed. We've been around a lot of people who do actual drugs. You know, it's like we to us we're jaded. If you're a thirty-five year old school teacher who ain't never been around shit, and you see the CBD store pop up, it probably seems kind of appealing. Yeah, man. I, I but I just don't, I don't know, man. Like. I just like I want to. I, mean, I wouldn't want to smoke if it didn't get me high. You no, know? Yeah. Maybe if there are some super health benefits, I don't know, man. But if it wasn't getting me high, I would probably just be like, you know, maybe I don't want to inhale tobacco, cigar leaves full oh, of shit. whatever. You know. Um, yeah. That's, that's but you know, uh, us being growers, we hate hemp growers, dude. We like we, you know, being up on the mountain, like it's because because pollen. From the plant can be carried two three miles and so a lot of these cbd places they pop up males and they don't give a fuck and so you'll have a huge garden and your shit will get seeded because the hemp farm down the street mm. the wind's blowing your way and it seeds your whole shit you see wow. what I'm saying? so like uh, you know they're like uh, a lot of times when those farms pop up they don't last long if there's a lot of growers around you know because it's like you're fucking up people's money, man. For sure. So you being a down south boy and shit, do you like the lifestyle of being up north and sort of having a lot of, you know, fresh air and yeah, you know, beautiful nah. scenery and whatnot? Is that a lot better for you than being in L.A.? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's it's and it's also the family. You know, I got a family now, man. And, and they don't mind being up there. They don't mind being up there, man. And it's um, 
you know, I moved my father up there from Bama, oh, wow. you know, um, so I'm, I'm up there, man, you know, and, and uh, just that. I'm just a, a, a nature guy, man, riding four-wheelers, shooting guns. I love all that shit, you know. So um, L.A. is dope, but it's like I was paying fifty, sixty thousand 60000 a year yeah. to rent a spot that I'm never going to own. And I was like, I could be putting this towards something that I'm going to own, right? you know. And uh, and also it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not no spring chicken, man. I don't want to rap forever, man. And this is something that I can do that. And still, you know, still have my foot in the game a little bit and, and be able to provide provide a, a, a good living. You know, it's just it's a lot of money in this shit, man. Mm. And, I, you know, what what else am I going to do? Jackie going to go get a nine to five somewhere? To right, support, yeah. You know, it's just this is the only logical step for me, man. And and uh, drug dealing has been an exit strategy for many a rapper. Yeah, that's what got me in the game. And that's how I'm leaving the game. You feel <laughs> me? Yeah, that's how I got. Yeah, so that's what's up. when did you feel like you actually started to kind of lose connection with rapping and wanted to be a rapper, though? Like, how, what was that process like? And when did it happen? Like when I stopped wanting to rap? Yeah, when you were kind of like, you know what? Maybe this ain't it for me anymore. When we did the last interview, you were probably still doing your yeah, thing, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm recording right now. Uh, I love doing the music. I love, I love the, in the studio and the vibe, you know? Right. Um, but it's, it's all about money to me, man. Like when I was, you know, five, 10 years ago, when I was getting five, 10 grand a show and I was doing 150, 200 shows a year, it made sense then. Yeah. You know, now, you know, like even four years ago, you know, I, I might do two or three tours, make like 20, 30, 40 grand, you know? Um, and, 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 you know, a hundred thousand a year ain't shit in LA, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, it just didn't make, you know, it, it got to the point to, do I want to just keep, keep trying to, trying to make another hit, like chasing that thing and, 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 uh, or, or do I want to get this money? Cause you know, even, you know, I just beat a case. I was out on bond. I couldn't mm-hmm. be, I, I wasn't even supposed to leave Bama. I mean, I can't really be flexing too hard, you know? And so, so all that shit's over with now. And, and, uh, I'm just trying to, just trying to get it, man. Like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's like, I love it, but it's like, it's financially, it's got to make sense for me, man. Definitely. What was the case you beat? Um, police, uh, we were in Bama. Police ran in the crib and, uh, found some weed. Uh, uh, and uh, me and my boy Roy, my boy Sean, and and uh, they charged everyone for the weed. You know right. what I'm saying? So eventually, my boy Roy, uh, it was his weed, so he took the. But for four years, I was wrapped up where I had to fly back and forth to court because basically I didn't say I didn't say, hey, that's Roy's weed. I didn't say that's not my weed. I just didn't say nothing. Right. You know, I was like, well, let's just talk about it in court. You know, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, actually, the day I was going to trial, man, I got snowed in. I was supposed to fly into um, Nashville, and and so my lawyer just kind of just lied and was like, "Yeah, we're ready. You know, Jackie's here. Uh, we got all the witnesses here. Uh, blah blah blah. You know, uh, we're ready to take it to court. You know." And they offered me probation, and I said, "No, I'm not taking that." I was like, "I was like, I just, there's no reason for me to take probation when someone already claimed the weed." Right. So, uh, so he just faked like I was there and they, they dropped the case, you know, they dropped the charges and I luckily, if they would have been like, all right, well, let's go to court and I wouldn't, wouldn't even fucking been there, you know? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So I definitely see the appeal though, for sure. Because I mean, there's a certain stress that comes with having your main source of money being like sort of rooted in your fame where you know, it sort of it drives a lot of people crazy, realistically, because they start to get into that mentality of like, I got to go out all the time. I got to be in the clubs around the right people. I got to be making these connections and stuff like the the lifestyle that you're describing of just being able to sort of tap out on all that shit and just create a product, sell the product. Then you get to go to sleep at night and it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, if you are, are as popular today as you were six months ago, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, there's a, a lot of people who have never experienced any degree of being a celebrity or whatever might not be able to appreciate that. But I'm sure that you, after your time in the rap game, can appreciate that because it's just a lot to not deal with. Oh, man, it's great going to the store and nobody knows who I am, you right. know, like, which I mean, I do that here in L.A. too. But I'm saying um, to not have that that follow me like over there I'm just a regular dude that's grow you know and and people find out I'll do music oh I've heard of you through so oh you were on Jelly Roll song Yellow Wolf song I heard right. you and uh, and then and but but it's like I don't 
you know, it's 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 uh, it's a different part of my life down there. Like, I'm man, dude, I'm a I'm a country boy down there, man. Like, uh-huh. I, you know, like, uh, and, and I love I love, like you said, the peace, man, and just like the you know, because it's stressful to try. It's stressful. It's very stressful and very expensive to try to stay relevant. Mm. You know, it, it is, and, and and to to you know. Like you said, go to the. You got to be at certain events. You got to be here. You got to make. You know, and 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 uh, sometimes, sometimes you know, it's, it, the pros got to outweigh the cons, or or vice versa, man. So it's like, is it really worth? You know, like now, if I was strictly making money off music in this time during the corona, oh, dude, I'd be oh, yeah. starving. You never hear any rappers admit to being broke at this time period right now, but you got to assume that that's the case for a huge percentage of people because, like, I, I can think of rappers off the top of my head who I'm like, I know that you're not selling any music or your music's not streaming right now. You can't do any shows. Your merch doesn't sell unless you're on tour. So you are hurting. Like, I'm 100% sure that you're hurting. You might have money in the bank, and that's dope, but, like, things cannot be looking pretty for you right now. But you, nobody will really, like, admit it, but nah, you got to nah, assume. If you got a million dollars, man, you know, and, 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 and your expenses are, you know, if you're living a 100000 a month type life, I mean, right. you got a good year. And, that, that you know, like, you, uh, you know, I know artists who are definitely hurting right now because – for an artist, that's the main, touring is it. That's mm-hmm. how you make your bread, you know, like, I mean, unless you're this super, you know, unless you, you know, streams and all that stuff. But I mean, for like the under, you know, I was more of an underground artist, like for the underground, you know, we got to tour, man. Mm-hmm. We got to tour. Cause that's like you said, you know, artists like me, uh, you know, it, it, it would not be, it, it's very regular for me to make more money on my merch than I did for the show that night. Right. You know, and, and, and like you said, the only time, like, nobody's hitting me up on Instagram for the shirts. When right. I'm on tour, they'll buy them. They meet me. They take a picture. It's the whole experience. Remember the show? But so so that's a big deal for artists, man. You know, that's a big deal. And it's been a, it's it's been rough on some people, man. I know it has. Yeah, and I mean, we're, whatever, eight, nine months in. I mean, we're not two years in. But it might. it seems like, you know, there's a very, very good chance that doing a rap show might still be pretty unrealistic in a year from now. And, and, and. And even when it does come time for people to do shows, it's going to be so, there's still going to be social, some type of social distancing or some type of, it's going to take a long time to go back the way it They're was. They're not going to you know? stuff venues the way that they used so to. So I'm saying it's not going to be, yeah, and, it's, you know, and, and I don't know. Have you ever watched a virtual concert? I've never watched a virtual concert. I went to concert. one the other day. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I just, I can't see if that being turning into a big thing. Maybe it is a big thing. I don't know. Are people getting paid? I know Travis Scott with the yeah. Fortnite shit and all that, see, but everybody ain't Travis Scott. You know I think that if you're a Travis Scott or, you know, I, I saw Billie Eilish did one recently that, you know, it seemed like it was very, production was very on point and she's a huge artist and stuff. So I think that it probably makes sense for her. But I went to one that was a, a Chief Keef and Polo G show. And, you know, it's kind of awkward for the artist to have to perform to a room full of nobody. And then I, I have no access to how many people bought tickets or whatever, but I didn't have anybody tweet at me about it. I didn't have anybody talk, like, show a video clip, show a screenshot, whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to imagine fans being all that into it. I mean, I think that when you pay $20 to go to a rap show, the truth is is that a large percentage of people are paying for the social experience, for being in the room, feeling the energy of being around a bunch of motherfuckers who all appreciate this music that that you appreciate. I mean, there's so many things that you're paying for. Maybe that, getting that are, a chance to meet them. You right, know? That's, yeah. that's not a possibility. Or at least just be up close and personal. And, and even just the feeling of, I'm going to a Chief Keef show and something could happen. I don't know what... But, you know, somebody yeah. could jump in the crowd. There could be a fight in the crowd. Something interesting could happen. Like, all that shit goes away as soon as it's yeah, a virtual yeah. oh, and, concert. And, you know, it's, a, it's, an, it's an event. Like, nobody's meeting up with the homies going to get a six-pack of beer and a bottle of liquor to watch a virtual. You know, you do right. that before you go to a concert, man. It's a whole, mm-hmm. let's get ready, a fresh outfit. You look clean. You know what I'm saying? Nobody better step on my kicks tonight, you know. But with the virtual, you can watch it in your pajamas, man, and just, yeah. you know. But I realized the other day I haven't even thought about buying anything to wear out in public since COVID. Like, haven't had to think about, like, oh, I need some nice shoes because i got to go to this thing. I'm going to be honest. Not I, once. I haven't bought one piece of clothing that wasn't from Walmart in about a year. I'm a dicky down, man. Respect. I, I'm still, uh, uh, in, my, in my town, all there is is a Ross, a Marshall's. 
and Walmart. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm an online ordering mother. You know, I mm. order, you know, all my shoes, everything. I got to get online, man. It's like um, it's, 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 it's crazy to, to be in a you, – you, 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 you ever lived in a real little bitty town, man? Like a one fucking horse town, not as itty bitty as you're talking about. Yeah, like but. it's it's different, man. Like it's you know that's like here in LA. The main thing, you know, you know, main thing I was looking forward to was the food, man. I get some mm. real food, man. You know, what I'm saying some real food, man. That's what I miss so much. There's not much here, going man. on for that. How far you got to drive to go get some interesting? No, cuisine. I'm about an hour from Sac. Oh, okay, yeah, about an hour, about an hour from Sac. So about three hours from San Fran, right. you know, but. But just on an everyday level, you know, so, you know, we cook a lot, man, and, and, and try, to, try to eat healthy, man. Your kids had, like, a regular school experience going prior to COVID? No, nah, I got a three-year-old and a three-month-old. Oh, okay, so, so still super young. Right? So, yeah, so we, you know, we are uh, thinking about putting them in preschool, but, I mean, you know, like, uh, man, one kid catches a cold, they all got it there. So, I don't know, it's just a weird time, man. Mm. I don't know. I'm, you got to be thinking about these decisions soon, man. Definitely. You know, you're you're going to be in the club here soon, man. Yeah. I mean, my girl thought that she was going to be going to Paris and doing all this kind of shit throughout her pregnancy. And then, like, pretty much as soon as we figured out she was pregnant, COVID was Damn. in full, full swoop. It's been a wild ride, man. <laughs> it's been a wild ride, So man. in terms of your show, like, what are the kind of things that – like became narratives for episodes like i'm sure that they're they're observing what's going on and they're trying to figure out how they make content out of it what ended up being like what was that experience like for you and what did they end up sort of focusing on well like the first episode is really dope because it's uh, i know you know last time we were on the show we talked about the possibility of getting robbed you right. know being up there and and uh and it happened you know really? and uh and not to me but to uh, uh a guy on the show called brit uh, named brit um, who worked with Stang on the farm. And so, yeah, everybody was out of town, man. And he was on the Xbox, just fucking Xboxing it up. And uh, they kicked the door in. And the people he was playing with were, you know, thought enough to record it, you know. They so, did, wow. So, so we got, you know, so that's how the first episode, you know. Because, man, here's the thing, man, is like, you know, that, that shit really happens up there, man, a lot. You know, it's, it's uh, any time where there's a lot of money like that, it's, you know, and... And so we didn't want to just show like the, you know, a lot of the shit we chose out are just like really white market, like, mm. um, Look happy. at this cool dispensary yeah. we have and all these cool, fun, clean yeah. things that you know, are happening million, here. Million dollar facilities. Like, nah, this show is about, is, is to inspire people that, hey, you're a regular guy. I don't need a million dollars. I can go out here and put a five, 10,000 down on a property. I can do some hard work. You know, and, and I could do, man. If Jackie can do it, I can do it. Cause, man, he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like I, I don't represent the huge million dollar. I represent the dude out there, goddamn getting right. it. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, and and um, there's a lot of money in it. Not that there is, you know, but this it's we, the show focuses on not just the happy. Like, you know, there's fucking like I dude. I just lost. My crib that I was building, my, my RV, the brand new RV I was talking about on the show, it all burned up in the fire. Like, you know, like wow. I had 35 acres, dude. It fucking looks like you dropped napalm on that bitch. I Holy mean, shit. scorched earth, like not one tree, you know, how, you know, so um, it, we talk about real shit in the show, like shit that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not just like, oh, hey, we're growing weed and it's like shit goes down, you know, and uh, y'all should check it out, man. Social Club TV. You know, uh, download the app. You don't gotta. Um, you don't gotta sign up for shit. It's free. You can. You know, if you got a phone or a smart TV, you can watch it, man. And it's it's cool. Like you know, six episodes, man. Um, you know, a few people passed away during the making of it, so there's some sad shit in there. But it's yeah. ma it's mainly just happy shit, funny shit. Fucking one episode. Uh, Stang has a trailer, man, and and dude, there's like you know, we just kept hearing shit in the walls, man. I'm like, those fucking bats, homie, or mice or something. And we open up the wall and just like a hundred fucking bats come out. And it's, you know, it's just like mountain shit, man. What the fuck? That's terrifying. Yeah, mountain shit, man. I'm and, so scared of bats, god damn it. Well, you know, and I mean. I'll burn the whole house down. The, yeah, and the thing with that is, man, you know, they're not going outside to shit, bro. They're shitting in them walls. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It, just like they would in a cave, you know? Right. And so, but he's built a he's built a house since then. But that that's, that's on an episode. And it's just some crazy, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, 
it's just real life shit, man. You know, it's uh, it's definitely entertaining, man. No, yeah, it's crazy when you say that, like, you know, how there are reality shows that are kind of like about this, like, super clean cut version of what it is to be a marijuana distributor or whatever. It's like we kind of take it for granted that the culture of marijuana is generally something that you would want to be associated with. But it is interesting to think that, like, that could potentially not be that way at some point you know like it could like the the overall image of it could get so sort of whitewashed that it might not necessarily hold the it's hard to imagine because it does feel really good smoking weed yeah but you could like you know sometimes when i look at like bar culture i'm just like bro like this shit is gay as fuck. Like, why would anybody want anything to do with this? Like, I I'm not a drinker myself. Yeah. But you kind of look at, like, the craft beer, like, lane, and you're like, wow, like, that shit is so corny to me. I like, think so, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, no uh, offense to any Hootie uh, and the Blowfish type fans out there or yeah. whatever, but. No, yeah, man. It's, uh, I, I don't know, man. I just, they say you drink beer for taste, and that shit just tastes like shit. It's like, that beer drinks like, Coors Light, you drink Tastes like fucking water, man. Right, yeah. Yeah, but that shit you're drinking tastes like horse piss. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm never I, a beer guy, even then. Like, even when I did drink a lot of beer, you never really could have got me to say, like, yeah, beer is incredible. I love the way this shit tastes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I pretty much drink it to get drunk. Like, I'm not drinking it because it tastes good. Right. You know? I want to catch a little buzz, man. Yeah. But I never really moved on to the liquor per se. I might take a couple shots here and there in the club or, but you know, bar or something. But, but if you're gonna have a beer, you're gonna have a Coors Light. Yeah, man. Respect. I'm never gonna have Much a. Cor I'm never gonna have I'm a, have a Coors, case Light, of Coors Light. I'll definitely drink Coors Light. <laughs> but but yeah, man. I don't get that craft beer shit. Too. I'm glad. To, I'm glad to hear that, man. Yeah. Some people love that shit. Well, I'd be astonished if you did. I feel like beer has kind of like lost any sort of uh, cultural relevance that it had in hip hop. Yeah. It's been a long time since you had a rapper that was like really excitedly telling you about his beer consumption, <laughs> you know? But that's one thing I was watching the Jordan documentary and I'm seeing Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and shit and they're all just cracking some fucking light beers and they're hyped. Hyped. And I'm like, wow, I have not seen a bunch like of a, rich wonder, black guys excited about beer. Endorsement, like a little paid endorsement. No, because I don't they were telling the cameraman, like, yo, like you're not don't film this or you're not putting this out or whatever, because all that footage was secret until oh, that documentary. Yeah. So I think that was part of why you got to see them drinking the beer was because yeah. they never would have done it publicly at that time. They were geeked off the Bud Light. Geeked off of it, man. That was a good documentary though, man. Oh yeah. Jordan was pretty much an asshole, I guess, in life, but I liked it though. I liked the way he was willing to be so aggressive with his team and they actually just took it and like grew from it. Yeah, and I remember watching like, you know, being a kid and, and just like the energy during those games, man. Like my mom wasn't a basketball fan, but but we watched the Bulls. That's the only basketball game we would watch is the Bulls, you know. Really? As a family, as a little kid. Like they no didn't watch basketball after Jordan and didn't watch it before, but like he right. he made he made people that wouldn't you know, he he just added something to it that's yeah, he changed the game. It's man. crazy how sports will occasionally have that kind of person because it was like that. Like I would have probably never really got interested in UFC, but then Brock Lesnar came around, and I, I was like, I gotta like, like I was seeing the commercials of him just like beating the knocking people out with these little punches. I'm like, I gotta like watch every fight this guy's yeah. doing, and then I became an actual UFC fan. I'm you know? so glad that he like made that transition and actually got a belt. You know, like mm. if. Because, you know, there was a, oh, lot, was of, so a lot of people yeah. were talking shit like, oh, WWF is fake or, you know, whatever. And he came and he whooped. At, but that's a big dude, man. Like, he's just a, a beast, man. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they kind of, like, throw him some fights that he could win. And, they you know, they did what they could. I feel like he would have no chance these days against the, the current heavyweight division. Dudes who's, are just way too good now. Yeah. Who's your favorite fighter right now? Yeah. I like them all. I'm not yeah, gonna, I, no, think, I like my boy Izzy, actually. That's who I'm going to go with. I'm excited to watch Connor. Yeah. Let's see if he, you know, oh, always, he's, he's yeah. very entertaining, man. What do you think about the Tyson Roy Jones? You give it you give it one round? Um, I'm I'm not I'm not out here to cast my picks. I'm going to start betting soon, but I think I want to get into that. I think it's going to be a pretty short fight, but I don't know. I'm a big Roy Jones fan too though. Like right. he was he was dope in his time, man, but Yeah. But I don't know, but I'm definitely going to get that pay-per-view on the free bootleg. Oh, you do that? Yeah. Nice. Much respect. Yeah. I'm a, I'm I have a VPN and I download the the torrents. I've been downloading torrents forever, but now I got the VPN so I can be a little bit more careful about it. 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm just straight on the Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like they don't even care. Like, it's hard to feel bad about pirating UFC shit because all these clips are on Twitter for free right after anyway. Like, you know, if you're going to give me the most exciting part of it for free, then why would I feel bad about downloading the whole boring-ass thing? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's the same I mean, shit. I figured so many people downloaded my music without paying. I'm just getting, I'm just getting my shit back in the universe. Well, man. you were in that era, too, where it was like people didn't even know how to get music oh, on the shit. internet without fucking downloading it illegally, right? Oh, shit, yeah. That was just like a Napster. Common as fuck back then, yeah. Um, okay, so what else you got going on? You're, you're, you're still growing hella weed, I assume? Yeah, man, you know, the fires took out my biggest farm. But, um, you know, we have a little, a little thing that we do down there called fire insurance where, you know, I might have two or three homies. They got a property over here. He's got one on the other side of town. So I'll let him grow some on mine. I'll grow some on there. You see what I'm saying? So if something does happen, catch on fire, police, anything, all our eggs aren't in one basket. Well, so, nice, sure. so that really worked out for me this year, you know. Um, um, but, yeah, we just, you know, growing hella weed, man, and raising these kids. And then, you know, I'm, I'm recording. Shout out to Mally Boy. Shout out to DJ Fu. A couple folks I'm working with while I'm down here. And DJ uh, Fu that we know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Fu. Yeah, man. He, uh, and, uh, yeah, just dropping some, just just a smoking album, dude. I mean, you know, I can't rap, you know, I can't rap about, I always rapped about what I was doing. So, you know, that's why I'm always rapping about the strip club and this. But now I ain't even doing nothing but fucking growing weed. So all every song is just really about selling packs and getting high you know mm. just some good feel good shit man you know right. much respect yeah i'll give you some sneak i'll email you some sneak peeks man let's do it man where, where I'm, I'm not gonna say that you just gave me some mushrooms but where do you get your mushrooms from um I, you actually know them but i can't say it on the but i'll mm. tell you but yeah they're they're locally harvested okay yeah. What, what's up with the the game now? Can you you can legally sell like mushroom chocolate bars? Can you explain this to me? I don't know. I right. don't. I don't think you. I mean, I don't think you can. Right. But well, you bought one in a like in a shop. Well, no. But we got an advertiser on a podcast, and they gave us a bunch of weed to advertise, and then they also gave us these mushroom chocolate bars that they were hyped for us to promote. And I'm just thinking, like, these are illegal. Like, yeah. where, how does this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, like in in Oregon and shit, it's 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 legal. But. Right. And did you see that they just, uh, was it, where is it, Seattle, that they decriminalized, like, all... Like, oh, yeah, meth, heroin and all that Everything, shit. you can have That's a personal crazy, amount. man. The world is changing. That's crazy, man. Yeah, shout out to Jersey. They just uh, went um, rec recreational. Right. That's huge. But, I mean, the idea that you could just have, that you're not going to be some guy getting thrown in jail for having a small amount of heroin on you or whatever. Like, what is I wonder it? How like, much what's that's a small? Yeah, like a gram? Like, yeah, because I'm sure if you had enough that it looked like you were selling it, they'd be all over you. That's crazy to think about that. You could just walk around with a sack of pebbles <laughs> in your pocket just fucking some crack. And, you know, oh, no, it's officer. It's just personal. Yeah, we should go out there and just do some hard drugs just to... Yeah, because we can. Because you can. Now. It's like how you go to Vegas to get hookers because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you go to right. Seattle. Like you, like, you know there's hookers in L.A. and you're not hunting them down. Yeah. But then you're in Vegas, you might take part just because it's legal. Same thing with, like, Amsterdam. Yeah. I've seen people fuck hookers in Amsterdam that would have never fucked a hooker out here. Yeah. Just go to Seattle to fucking bang some hair on. I mean, I've said that before, too. I, I said it as a joke. I was like, we're in China. D doesn't China have famous heroin? Maybe this should be the place where I first oh. try Everybody, no, 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 no. They shut it down. I mean, I guess I'm probably glad that I didn't yeah. do that. But. Uh, yeah. You've been to China? Yeah. Oh, that's probably cool over there, huh? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's weird. everybody just looks at you like a fucking freak show and just... It's weird to think it's still communist, you know? It's, it's weird, like... Yeah, I feel like I know so much more about China now uh, and just, you know, what the government is really actually all about because, like, everybody I ever met in China didn't regard it as like a communist state you know yeah. like i met some fucking irish people that had a tattoo parlor out there and i remember asking them like the cops ever give you a hard time being outsiders starting a business yeah. out here and they're like no they, they don't they just don't give a shit unless you but you know if they were to start doing some edgy stuff that the government didn't like they'd yeah. probably be down their fucking neck you know yeah it's massive isn't it Oh, yeah. It's just so overwhelming. God, I haven't been there in such a long time. But I, I mean, everybody there is really polite, but also looks like being a white person with tattoos and being tall. Like, I mean, I've, I've never felt like such a freak show in my uh, life. Yeah. Everybody looking at you like they can't believe that you exist. Oh, man. Yeah. I, 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 I heard it's like that for black folks over there. They're just like, yeah. 
I bet it would be like that for you too, because even out there, like, they, like they, you would probably like confuse the fuck out of them because they, you know, they know what they're looking at. They know you're not from there, and they'd be like, "Who is this like partially Asian looking <laughs> guy with the long hair?" Like, bro, they would probably be as weirded out by you as they were by me. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the whole thing, the whole you know, the whole kid limit thing is weird, man. Do they like, still do that? I think so, don't they? I don't know. I don't know. Like, Let me. Hey, hold on, I'm Asian, man. I, I might get slaughtered in the Asian community for saying some, uh, some right. something that's not true. I know that used to. China Mac will show up and be like, "Hey, yeah, China it's Mac. not happening." <laughs> <laughs> he had a rally out here for no, the, man, against the Asian not, violence. No, dude, he's a, uh, you know, he. Uh, you know, I'm surprised. Did he get at Benzino? Because Benzino said some fucking racist Asian did shit. He? Oh, oh, I missed man. that if they did get into it. Oh, dude. Like, they got him on, uh, I guess, maybe the police fucking thing. And he's going off on some Asian dude. Like, really? I was like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, shit. China Max fixing to get at that dude. I was thinking about that, honestly, this morning. About how we have so much less room for sympathy toward people who are like victims of racism when it's coming from an Asian person. Like it just feels like the American consciousness doesn't have like enough room for an understanding or giving too much of a shit about racism besides anti-black racism. Like yeah. that that's our racism and like the anti-Chinese stuff. People yeah. are just never going to really care as much about it, it seems. That's why I'm naming my album Kung Flu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on this, on this <laughs> but how do you feel about Trump sort of characterizing the virus that way? And is this uh, something you're paying the, attention the, to? The China virus? Yeah. I mean, you know, man, I, you know, when it comes to politics, I just look out for weed policies. Mm -hmm. Who's doing the band? They both kind of suck at that. So right. I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's a crazy time right now, man. Like, whenever people are boarding up their businesses because of an election, like, it's weird, man. It's I'm like actually really impressed that we haven't seen anything destroyed, really, of note. And I think that today or tomorrow could be the day that they finally acknowledge that Biden won this thing. Yeah. So we're going to see, like, actually what the Trump supporters got in. Like, yeah. like are y'all going to fucking burn down the state building or are y'all just going to kind of take it and let it go? I don't know. See, that's another reason I like being up there on that mountain. Mm. You know? Yeah. Sit back and don't watch that worry shit about on TV, man. Yeah. I feel you. Um, all right, so everybody check out your fucking uh, your show. What's it called one more time? Croptober. Croptober. Social Club TV app, man. You can get it. Roku, uh, uh, Apple TV, Android TV, Fire Sticks, Smart TV. If you got a Smart TV, you can get it. Real easy app to download. They got a bunch of other good shows on there too, man. So check it out. Fire. Well, hey, Jackie Chain. Hey, nice man. to have you back, man. Always a pleasure, man. Much love. Appreciate you. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. No Jumper.com. If you want to support, appreciate y'all.